You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. So I'm going to give you the yin, and then I'm just going to kick you right in your yang. All right? I wish you wouldn't. (laughs) As if we don't have enough problems. So the 2020 NCAA uh, tournament, basketball tournament, sometimes Which referred to as... would have been won by the Kansas Jayhawks. Go on. The madness of March uh, will not be played because of the Chinese coughing death. Um, and they mentioned that in USA Today's simulated bracket, the 29-2 and Dayton Flyers squared off against the 28-3 and Kansas Jayhawks. And that's actually, they met in, I think it was November... In the Maui Invitational, KU won in overtime, mm-hmm. 90-84. Well, then that would have been a heck of a good final. It took All-Americans Uduko Azubike and Devon Dotson a combined 60 points to pull off the win. And Obi Topin, USA Today's National Play of the Year, did not dominate, just played okay. Uh, then they go into Kansas season and Dayton season, but um, they did the computer simulation thingy. The models, the we use the the latest computer modeling, and Kansas won sixty six sixty five on a last second bucket. Is there anybody who gets any enjoyment out of these computer simulation things? No, not the, anywhere on earth except the guy who designed the simulation. The whole point of sport is that the unexpected happens. Exactly. And going by my time tested, which mascot would win in a fight to the death metric, mm. which I, I typically choose to digest my March Madness through. The the Jayhawk versus the Flyer, you got a great aerial. You know this this is a dogfight in the air, right? But they, oh, you don't yeah, have a, a, an aerial advantage. <laughs> but I feel like the Dayton Flyer, he is a he's a pilot. He's got the goggles on and everything like that. He's got the the power of machine behind him. I don't know how the Jayhawk is supposed to compete against steel that's up in the air. Well, gets size? sucked right into the propellers oh, yeah. and the jet engines. Yeah, exactly. Are these horse sized Jayhawks or Jayhawk sized horses? <laughs> I mean, it depends on how big the Jayhawk is. The mascot of the Jayhawk is like human sized and would be horrifying if you ever saw one. You know, Sean, you probably ought to work that into your uh, your algorithm because the mascot is, by definition, mascot-sized. I mean, That's it's true. Not... That's true. It, that is a terrifyingly large Jayhawk if we are going right. off the, the actual costume. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you got to... Pack your eyes out. On the other hand, like uh, your Golden Bears of California... It's a barely six foot, hundred and sixty five pound golden bear because it's usually a college gymnast in that thing or something like that. So, you know, it'd still rip your uh, your arm off, but it's not quite as as fearsome as a real bear. Yeah, yeah, somewhat malnourished in terms of the actual yeah. bear <laughs> density, flea bitten and malnourished. But anyway. Part of the reason I bring this up is because and and P.S. I don't know, maybe you've seen this. I think it's called the scheme. The scheme. It's a, it's, it's a documentary that ESPN is showing. Is it ESPN or is it HBO? It might be HBO. It's, um, it's gotta be HBO. There are F-bombs all over it. It is a great two-hour documentary on the giant recruiting paying players scandal of a couple of years ago. And the takeaway from it, a couple of takeaways. N- number one, College. I'm going to start referring to college sports as professional college sports. Mm-hmm. All of the top players get paid six figures. Everybody's making money. 
They are getting these guys six figures, and they and their parents and the recruiters and the would-be agents, everybody knows it, and they talk openly to each other on the phone about, yeah, LSU is going to come in with a really strong offer, and we've got to be there, or uh, or we're just going to get blown out of the water. <clears throat> what are you hearing? Well, I got a guy who says they're talking 10 a month. 10 a month. Oh, boy. That's 10 grand a month. Can we go that high? Yeah, I think we can, blah, blah, blah. I got to talk to Jimmy about it. So anyway, these top recruits are getting paid six figures. That wouldn't, does that, would that be surprising to anyone? It is professional sports. And the other thing about it, and this is so strange, the, the head coaches, the legendary head coaches, they all know what's going on. They all participate and they know exactly what's happening. But the investigation stopped and they didn't go after those guys. Probably because they have influence, they have lots of money to fight it. Some of the aspects of it would be embarrassing to the universities and the rest of it. So the feds appeared to really chicken out. And what they did was they went after these brokers. Well, and who, here's who, how: who doesn't? Who's bothered by it? Other than you know, it's against the law. Um, maybe that's enough reason. But are there people that bothered that are bothered by this? I guess teams that don't get the good players, they can't afford uh, it. Kind of, sort of. But that actually factors into one of the the more bizarre aspects of this. And I actually took a picture of my TV screen. So, for instance, UCLA gets two hundred and eighty million dollars from Under Armour for their oh. athletes wearing Under Armour gear. Wow, two hundred eighty million dollars. Ohio State from Nike gets two hundred and fifty-two million. That's amazing. Texas from Nike gets two hundred and fifty million. Uh, your beloved Kansas Jayhawks, Jack, one hundred and ninety-one million from Adidas. Okay, and the list goes on and on. So here's what the, the guys who actually got busted, and uh, several of them are doing jail time. So keeping in mind that USC UCLA gets two hundred eighty million dollars, these guys got busted for. Hooking some of the players up with a hundred grand from Under Armour. Okay. What they were charged with is fraud because by doing that and giving the players money, they defrauded the university out of the services of an eligible athlete because receiving that money made them ineligible. So what these guys were busted for and doing time for is fraud, for defrauding the university that they weren't even doing business with. And their sin is getting the players some of the enormous pile of cash that the universities are taking in. One more point, and then my rant will end. The NCAA is a not-for-profit and rakes in billions of dollars. The universities are not-for-profits or non-profits. They rake in billions of dollars and hundreds of millions of dollars. And the athletes have to take their money under the table, and the guys who actually got these often poor black kids a little money um, are going to jail for it. And my, uh, my niece is graduating from Kansas University, I think, this summer, and paying a gazillion dollars to go there and especially to live there. Um uh, which is pretty hilarious when they're bringing in that kind of money uh, that it costs that I'm much for, watch a kid, this. This sounds for a kid awesome. to, to kids to get their education, which I don't know if anybody ever noticed that's that's the point of the university is for, for people to get educations. And then he got this whole separate deal going on with the sports, bringing in that kind of money. Woo! What a, the yeah. whole thing, top to bottom, is so weird. You would never structure it like this. Well, it's just it so is, weird. It is drowning in an ocean of hypocrisy and dishonesty. Yeah. The whole college sports thing. I don't The big-time college sports thing. I mean, your women's lacrosse team at your local university is exactly what it appears to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, my, uh, my 
wife's sister was a rower, a uh, Division One rower. And it was, you know, there's nothing hinky going on there, really. <laughs> real rower or fake on the application rower? She was a real rower. Man, is she buff. But, um, uh, you know, she it paid her way through school. She got a scholarship, and she was really into it. But nobody made a dime or ever thought they would make a dime because there's no money in it afterwards either. And just, I mean, it was the purity of sport, really. But for these big college programs, so you got the players are okay with it. The fans freaking love it. The colleges like it. I mean, I understand illegal is illegal. I don't understand why we go through the charade. Yeah, but the the truly mind-boggling amounts of money are quote-unquote legal. They've found a way to launder them. Hmm. And it's the guys on the floor who are forbidden from taking any money to preserve this facade. Sure. And it's it's the fakest of facades of uh, amateur honorability and the rest of it. It's just bull****. It's, it's professional college sports. So and it's and fun. I, love I love college it's sports. Great to watch. Yeah, just quit with the hypocrisy. Quit acting like it's something it's not. I know my niece really hates how much the college coach makes there at the University of Kansas. But the reason the college coach makes that much money and he makes like three million dollars a year or something for five, uh, whatever. You oh know. please, he's worth uh, twice that. Oh heck yeah, he's underpaid. Um, yeah. I mean that that was before I knew about this. I mean when it was just the advertising revenue and the shirt sales and all that, you know. All the merchandise with the Jayhawks on it and everything like that. All that stuff is underpaid. Um, uh, you throw this in, that's eh, not even close. Well, he's the he's the coach. He's the coach of amateur athletes. No, he's the CEO of a corporation that probably takes in three quarters of a billion dollars, maybe a billion dollars. Right? You ought to be hell. You ought to be paying him at least three million dollars. But that's not the way the uh, you know the. College kids. The players it. are playing there because they get a good education at a fair yeah. price. And keep in mind, also a lot of eligibility rules. Um, I, I'm pretty sure this is ubiquitous. Not only can you not get money for playing, but you are forbidden from having a job that is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you you can't go make your own money. Right. Right. So There's, the kids are starving. Their families are starving. And big, and Under Armour's given somebody three hundred million dollars. Yeah. The whole thing is crazy because at the big programs, the really big programs. You you practice and travel so much. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of having a job would be ridiculous anyway. <laughs> the idea of taking classes is ridiculous. Oh yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. Um, we what do you mean you got to study? We play Michigan. It's it's on CBS this Saturday afternoon. Eighteen million people are going to watch. What do you mean you're studying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a joke. It's an enjoyable joke. Very enjoyable. I've rooted. I can't for... wait till it's back. <laughs> absolutely. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. This is the stuff. Armstrong and Getty. We had this uh, weekly shower thought earlier this morning, speaking of aging. Um, the main reason it becomes harder to meet new friends as you get older is that you get really good at spotting red flags in people you meet. There's a fair amount of truth. To I think that. there's a lot of truth to that. I can think of people that... If I met them with the level of discernment and wisdom I have now, <laughs> I'd have probably weeded them out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just don't and care. Them, and then me. Your high school friends, you're going through something similar, and he's a little nutty or whatever. In college, similar, at least it was for me. But yeah, yeah, at this point, you're like, oh, he's that guy. Might be All looking right. at it backwards in that, uh, you know, you're weeding out people now for dumb reasons. Or who cares if they're this or that? Or you don't want to become rigid. 
And and well, I'm not talking about myself overnight on that couch. Um, you don't you, want to become rigid yeah. emotionally and and start to think that if anybody's got some rough edges, you don't want to be around them because that does happen to people. I think. Mm. Turns out his nickname being Acid Wash was a bit of a red flag. I should have caught on to. Mm. 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 I didn't get that joke. Well, I was trying to think of some like a hard sounding thing. I, I didn't want to do snake eyes because that sounded too generic. I don't know. Yes. I, I landed in a bad spot. Yeah. <laughs> so say that one again, though. Read that again. Oh, I thought you meant the acid wash joke. No, no I, I will never say that again. The main reason it becomes harder to make new friends as you get older is that you get really good at spotting red flags in people you meet. Mm. That's pretty good. I just. I'm looking at my phone. So you get this one guy has tried to call me three times in a row. He's kind of an older fella speaking older fellas. You gotta text me, dude. Just hit me with a text. I'll call you. Three phone calls. Who does the three phone calls in a row? I mean, it's not like maybe he's caring he's, for one of my children and they've set themselves on fire or something like maybe that. Maybe he's trapped under something heavy. You know what? And here I am, disdainful and haughty. Yes. Demanding he text. He can't text. His arms are pinned by that the aforementioned heavy object. Yeah, China Hutch or whatever it is. Right, exactly. China Hutch. He, he's probably like, <laughs> he, he went into the crawl space. He's wedged himself under there, and now uh, he's beset by snakes. Uh, or he's somebody's... And he's calling out desperately to his one true friend, me. <laughs> or he's somebody's gimp right now, and he's just got enough battery power to make one phone call. Wow, he's got the thing in his mouth. He's got the suit on. and He at least had enough to make three phone calls yeah obviously well yeah clearly but let's not quibble i can see that call him acid wash (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right for god's sake i'll call you back um uh, go back to the friend thing um so so you get better at spotting flaws in people and so you weed out everybody from being somebody you can Mm, hang out with flaw is an interesting term it says red humanity. flags. You 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 you're better at recognizing humanity because we all yes. have red flags. Oh yeah. So you just get better at spotting them. So you just don't longer accept human nature. To a certain extent, I think that's what's happening. You just don't expect. <laughs> you don't. You no longer accept human beings being human beings. And you go know. into relationships when you're younger with a, this person's going to have no downside. Your rephrasing <laughs> of it is much more depressing than the original. Yeah, note. yeah. I, I think a red doesn't a red flag denote this is going to be trouble mm. as opposed to just annoying or ty- well, t- tiresome is more or less the same word as annoying. But um, yeah, red flag, danger, danger, yep. danger. Give me an example of a red flag. You meet somebody. Uh. Clear, like uh, probably drinking is an easy example, right? So the first night you meet somebody, you're already out. You're probably forty percent drunk by the time you meet them, and you realize, oh, no, this guy's just a good time, right? And right. then, uh, the, then the the third time you meet him, it's you know you're doing a breakfast thing at nine, and he starts drinking then too, right? Like, Every time it's a drink to incredible excess. Yeah. So yeah, early okay. on, at first it's like, oh, this guy, no, he's just the life of the party. Oh, wait, there's no off switch. Or, or it turns out that he says something that wasn't honest to you, right. or she, mm. and you thought, well, that's odd. I mean, why bother? That's an odd thing to do. Maybe he misspoke or something. But you get to a, a you recognize a pattern, and it's not quirky. It's just I don't have time for that sort of. But drama. I don't have my billfold with me. Can I can I catch up with you next time? 
Got and the old they, alligator arm going. Know. The old T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I know let me a get that check for right. you. I know a couple of guys like that. And yeah, to my friends listening to this, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> really? Wow. Oh hell yeah! Please. Which oh. is worse, that or the big timer? Hmm. Throwing it around, showing how much they got. A little. Uh, uh, this reminds me of my my. They're discussion. both pretty bad. The discussion I like to have with my friends, would you rather be friends with the Hamburglar or Wimpy from, from Popeyes? Mm, do uh, tell. So the Hamburglar is, is at least honest with who he is. You know, right? Like if, I'm, if I invite the Hamburglar over and I have a pile of cheeseburgers on my coffee table and I leave the room. Which I right. might. And I have in the hamburgers. I can't, you know. Okay, yes, you took them or whatever, right? Right. While Wimpy <laughs> is just constantly stringing you along in a never-ending right. promise to pay you back tomorrow. Right. So right. I, I really manipulative. Yeah. So I would say that the hamburger would arguably be a better friend, even though he is much more on the gray side of the law. He would not be a good friend. <laughs> no, no. Neither one is a good friend in this scenario. Right. But of the two, you know what they are, and yes, he knows right. you know what they are. Right. You're kind of counting on an honor among thieves thing. Well, no, because even if he steals the hamburger from right. me it's like you okay know, yeah. i have weighed the okay. positives he, he, he at least in this scenario we're all playing our cards face up on the table right this right is making me want a hamburger <laughs> i don't think that was his point no it's much more philosophical in nature was, was my point i'd yeah. really like a hamburger too me too you want to get hamburgers? we all want a hamburger all right let's yes. go get hamburgers yeah joe's buying <laughs> What if your friend just wears Crocs? You just you've never met <laughs> is that him a red before. Flag? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a red it's, flag. It's a red flag. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. I got to figure out how to get into my son's Kindle. He's got the kids' Kindle version. I don't know if you've seen these, but they've got, uh, they're designed for kids and they have this big rubber thing around them to make them almost break proof. And um, that's the kind I need. But the kids love them and they can download. You can set them for kids' settings and they download books to read. And that's yeah, nice. Look at me that's trying great. to pretend that that's what they mostly do with it. <laughs> they can also, um, Jeez, that was that was like for the town I live in. Oh, they can download books to read. Yeah, they can. <laughs> and they have occasionally, but mostly play video games and that sort of stuff on their Kindle. But he keeps buying stuff. He keeps buying stuff for Minecraft. And it's it's set up on through my Amazon account, and i got to figure out how to go in and turn that off. Whoops. I thought I had it turned off. It keeps showing up on my phone, another $9 Minecraft something or other. Uh-oh. That's one thing. $9 I, for a microtransaction. That's uh, That's up there. I, it's one thing I really hate about a lot of the modern video game stuff, including some of the stuff that they that they promote through the school. They have stuff on there to buy, and I am so anti that because it's, it's stuff cr- they promote through school. Well, there are some edu- crazy. there are some educational sites that also have as a facet of them. Um, you like earn points, but if you want to get to the next level, you have to buy this. And it's just, it's a money-making scam. So a lot of the business models of modern video games, uh, they offer the game, quote-unquote, free-to-play. Yep. The game is accessible if you want to pour dozens, if not hundreds of hours in it to get it. Or you could throw them 20 bucks and yeah. you kind of grease the, the, the path a little bit right. for you. Right, and they, and they promote that regularly within yeah. the game, so they constantly remind you, you could get the level three if you just give us $5. Boy, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, but it, it really bothers me. I don't even know if the school is on to the fact that, that some of the educational stuff free educational websites are promoting they do that but uh yeah so i gotta i gotta get that turned off because he just 
every day he buys a new thing. Do wow. you know what it is? Um, there are different, like, uh, uh, like he had one for New York City, so now he's doing... So different cosmetics for the sort of things so that you can build. So now he's doing and... Minecraft traveling around New York City, right, right. Okay. and then he okay. gets one for Undersea or the country or whatever. Mm. But that's uh, something that didn't occur when I was a kid. Yeah, I feel like I, Sam, I simultaneously feel like I'm really missing something by being not in that world, and that just end up being something else to stress about. <laughs> well, like when you were a kid, you would browse through a catalog. Yeah, but I couldn't. But that buy catalog it. wasn't automatically connected to your no. parents' credit card. No, I couldn't press a button and buy yeah. it. Yeah. Huh. Ah, uh, so uh, gosh, I don't know. This uh, do we even what uh, that was that was really interesting. You were Is speaking Spanish a moment ago. Oh, that's right, the Spanish thing. Well, listen, <laughs> Joe, trying to end the podcast. That was interesting. Hey, that, that was good. Was that, that, that was good. That was good enough. What time do you guys got? My watch is uh, is mine. Is mine slow? What, what do you, you want got? for nothing? Huh? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, what'd you pay for this podcast? <laughs> exactly. Jeez, take, take, take. Now I was going to go back to that list of a hundred things to do during the uh, quarantine before oh, it gotcha. ends. Gotcha. Um, and because there are a number of amusing and or idiotic examples. We talked about some of this on the show. Uh, complete a puzzle, Rubik's Cube, start a journal or blog. Uh, dust off that old instrument and practice. That's a good the wor- one. The worst idea we've ever heard. Text all your ex- exes in case you have one more thing you wanted to get off your chest. That is the worst idea I yeah, have ever terrible. heard. Set fire to your eyeballs would be a better idea. <laughs> you know, the, the other, I liked, uh, we had this snarky comment a couple of weeks ago. I think it was on just Diane, our, our favorite tw- a Twitter person. Um, uh, w- but just the idea that, oh, I guess I wouldn't learn to play an instrument or speak a foreign language <laughs> or whatever if I no. had free time. Because now I've got free time and I'm not doing it. Or, so much for that lie. Or work out more. <laughs> yeah, so it, well, it's good to know. It's good to know. I know that about myself. Yeah. I'm not not working out because I don't have time. I don't have time, but that's not the reason I'm not working out. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I know that about myself. Yeah, just lay it to rest. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, write poetry. Perhaps you can craft a haiku for Mother's Day. Just try it. Watch all the really long movies you've avoided until now. And finally, download Duolingo or a similar app and teach yourself a fern language. <sighs> Speak English. Yeah. Then they, uh, they throw in a couple more. They finally, say after you learn the first second language, learning your third is easier. I don't believe that. That can't be true. Because you've already kind of navigated the waters of of how do nouns work in other languages or whatever. I don't really uh, comprehend it, uh, but people who speak multiple languages all tell me I that. think your brain either works for picking up other languages or doesn't. Possibly. I would agree. I would agree. And it's, it's so discouraging to me. You know, I'd, I read at a very early age and picked up language pretty well. Uh, you know, pretty well. Uh, but, man, I got into studying foreign languages, and I, I was in the... Certainly the dumber 40% of the class. <laughs> but realistically, though, if you could speak German fluently yeah. immediately, if there's a pill you could take, how much yeah. richer would your life be for it? Uh, wunderschön. Pretty marginal, i Absolutely no, wonderful. If, if it's only marginally better, you have a lack of imagination. <laughs> I, I, ran into, uh, I ran into some German folks in an elevator once. 
I hit him with a little Gutenabend, and there the uh, conversation went. I cried for days over that. I, <laughs> no, I don't know. I would probably go to Germany and speak German to people just because I could. For that couple of days you're in Germany, the rest right. of your life it would have very little uh, advantage. The wait staff at my various schnitzel joints, I'm sure, would be very appreciative of me putting out the effort. If I could read uh, Tolstoy and all my favorite Russian writers in the original Russian, I would really enjoy that, but not enough to learn Russian. Mm. Uh, my actual my plan, I haven't. I haven't talked about this in years, I don't think. My actual plan as like a freshman, sophomore in college was I was going to be uh, an international business lawyer specializing in uh What German. happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah. Well, I was going to specialize in uh, German-American trade and corporations and stuff like that. And A, I decided uh, I'm just not picking up the German fast enough. And B, I decided three more years of school sounds horrific. I can't stand it. I don't want to go to any grad school, you know, including law school. So I just abandoned that. Yeah, I was going to be a Navy SEAL after my Major League Baseball career. <laughs> well, I could have been a lawyer. You, you'd never been a Major League ball player. That's a false and, and slanderous <laughs> comparison. The hell? That was just hurtful. You're just, you're, you're, you're in a, uh, how, how do you say that again? Well, I could say you're a, a Schweinhund. Everybody knows that. You know, I'm getting, <laughs> yes, everybody. I know how to yeah. say a-hole in German, but I can't remember. Um, you know, g- getting distracted from our list again, but nah. um, anytime you play this game. Podcast's already been too long. Anytime you play this game of, you know, what if I had, you know, I was briefly interested in doing this or that. Like, I was super into mm-hmm. computers in high school. I was certain that I was going to go to college and study computers because I was really into like the actual coding and programming and stuff like that. I got all the books and the the, the early computers and learned how to do it, and I was just so freaking into it. Um, and then I heard there was a radio program at the community college 50 miles from where I lived, and, that, and then off I went. But anytime you play that and game... you started talking like this. Uh, <laughs> anytime you play that game there. or I could she wanted to marry me or any of that, you have to realize you wouldn't have the life you have now. Now, if you hate the life you have now, I suppose that's okay. Check. But if you think, <laughs> <laughs> but if you think things turned out pretty well, then there's no point in playing that game because you get you, you don't get to keep what you've got now and add to it with that other stuff. Oh You'd no, been, you got to trade it all in. It would have been a completely different road. All new friends, new family, new kids, new wife, new everything. I'd have probably married one of them Bavarian beer maid girls with the big hooters. Certainly. Blonde pigtails. It and sounds it almost... like a college plan. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Keep talking, Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'd have, I'd have had me a pet mountain goat, and I'd spend a lot of time yodeling and speaking German. <laughs> well, like, I, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe it's because I was thinking about my brother. But I, I very also I very nearly went into the military. I... Um, was pretty serious about uh, joining the Marine Corps, and I had the recruiter come to my house, and I started taking some of the tests and all that sort of stuff. And then again, I heard about the radio program, and off I went that direction. Wanted to take caller number seven. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But if I had done that, it's not like I would have picked up four years after being in the Marine Corps and and then had the life I have now just four years later with that experience. It's not the way it would have worked. Right. I'd have a completely different life. So I try not to ever think about those other paths. You're not allowed to think about them? Well, I just 
not, is an not, exercise not in imagination. Not in, any, yeah. not in any sort of ridiculous, childish fantasy way. Oh, like, yeah, I wish I had. or If no, I had I done know. this. I suppose some people do wish they had. Maybe. Well, again, if your life sucks right now, just understand that it's not a a one for one trade. You are you are wholesale trading in your current state for whatever that life of decision forks would have led you down, and every aspect of it, because yeah. everything would be different, and you just you don't know. It it might be better, but it might not. Right. Right. It's like you always say, all change is not progress. It's that sort of thing. Yeah. You, you start pulling that thread of your life. All different friends, all different. You know, maybe some people are listening and think that sounds fantastic. Different freaking family, different friends, different job. Oh, where do I sign up? Helga'd be rubbing my shoulders right now. Oh, big old Stein of beer. Really, because <laughs> it, it would have just been nonstop for the rest of your life. <laughs> Sex and drinking beer. If you'd yes. learned to speak German. <laughs> yes. If I wasn't so bad at it. <laughs> and that would have been fulfilling for the next 60 years of your life. Just oh, absolutely. Sex and drinking beer. Beer and sex with my Bavarian wife. <laughs> Damn it. I think that's perfectly reasonable and a mature outlook. <laughs> she, the, the, the German woman. And she's always wearing the same outfit. She never yeah. decides to not wear the German beer girl outfit. Even One morning, she, she comes out of the bedroom in T-shirt and jeans, and I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is that? This is what I signed up for. What are, you, what are you doing? What are you playing at? Where's the knee-high socks? Get back in there. And where's my stein of beer to start the day? Get it yourself, you fat American. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Twitter feed. Twitter feed. I'm zooming through my Twitter feed. Our friend <laughs> oh, Craig. I didn't, I didn't realize we had a jingle. That's fantastic. That is good. Well, we do now. Uh, Craig Gottwall's our good friend. Craig, the uh Did you ever work guru. at a radio station that had jingles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Loved that. When you got a new jingle package, it was so exciting. I've always oh, yeah. wanted my name sung in a jingle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got that somewhere. I've got a, a tape of me. Oh, yes. I have a jingle package every Christmas. I affix uh, bells to my d- That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great, Joe. <laughs> hey, these are tough times. All right? People are suffering. They need a chuckle now and again. <laughs> America needs a clown. So... <laughs> Craig, the healthcare guru, points out Craig's also quite the uh, libertarian. Since July of 2019, Cal Unicornians must undergo background checks to buy ammunition. Jack ran into this the other day. Yeah, they asked me for my birth certificate. I thought, what? What? Kiss my ass. Who has their birth certificate? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever even seen my birth certificate. Yeah, well, I, I could probably lay my hands out, but it would take a while, which is part of what they're trying to do. They just want to make it a little different, more difficult so you won't buy boats. So I won't go shoot up a school because that's, you know, what's going to happen right. with law-abiding citizens. Of the 345,547 background checks performed, only 101 stopped the buyer because he or she was a prohibited person. 62,000 were stopped due to bureaucratic failures. Screw-ups, in other words. 101 stopped legitimately. 62,000 stopped incorrectly. And I would go further and point out, of those 101 who were a prohibited person, how many of them had any ill intent? Right. I mean, because some dude might have, you know, who knows, a little domestic violence incident, not to take that lightly or anything, but then, you know, 17 years later, he goes, he wants to go hunting, and is told, no, you can't have any ammo. 
If I'm the kind of anti-gun person, I'm not worried though, about that guy. If I'm the kind of anti-gun person, though, that a lot of the people are, uh, I hear that and I think, I don't care. How many people did I stop from buying bullets like Jack? Because he thought, I don't have my birth certificate, I'll come back later, and he never got around to it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't buy bullets, so therefore my school's not going to get shot up. Which is the stupidest reasoning. I can't even imagine where you come up with this crap. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. not stopped any crimes by keeping me from buying bullets or any other law-abiding citizen. For the most part. Twitter feed, Twitter feed, let's keep scrolling through my Twitter feed. I love this segment. This is great. <laughs> Diane, I'm just Diane, National uh, Treasure tweets. Apparently, Everybody first... go follow, I'm just Diane. Oh, She's great. Geez, oh, yeah. yeah, please. Apparently, the first symptom of corona is the loss of sense of humor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, true that. Let's see. Here's a, here's a video. I could hold it up to microphone, but I'm, I don't know. While under quarantine in Barcelona, a pianist went to his balcony to play Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On and was shot to death. No, he wasn't. He was. I'm sorry, I misread that. He's actually joined by his neighbor playing the saxophone next door on the balcony. Totally unplanned. Sax guy heard him playing, ran in, and grabbed his sax. Probably ought to be shot for playing this, but here's where it gets good. I'll keep waiting. Well, here's where it gets better. Soon. My heart will do something, cause the boat this is, it is sinking. But this isn't the part, this is the part where Rose drowns Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Atlantic, cause she's too selfish to give up some of her plank, <laughs> <Right>. bitch. <laughs> but does the sax guy come out? There not, he goes. Th- this story made the rounds of the world. Is this just a, if you end up with two magician, m- magicians, if you end up with two musicians living next door to each other, is that the Do they blow horns or make stuff disappear? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused here. Well, you can't really hear him because he's too far away. But isn't the whole point of the story? A crappy hey, video. Hey, look, a piano player lives next to a saxophone player. Isn't well, they joined the together, Jack. It's a metaphor. Okay. Do you lack a beating heart? The one guy and the other guy, they joined together during this difficult time. Trevor Noah of The Daily Beautiful Show story. Uh, was inspired by those sort of videos that are that are largely coming out of Europe, and he tried to recre- recreate a similar thing in New awesome. York. So, oh, wow. I've been inspired by Italy, and I figure... Like, why don't we do this in New York? We're also neighbors out here. Let's let's be together, you know? I can show you the world. Shining shimmer. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Uh, Here's a tweet from Drew McCoy. My God, he did it. He got rid of the lines. There's a HHS has issued a regulation allowing doctors to practice across state lines. But can you sell insurance across state lines? Again with the lines. You got to erase the lines. (laughs) Thirsty little Marco Rubio. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, there's just a bunch of bitterness and dumbness as usual. On the day that we do this uh, podcast, this is June the 6th, 2022, uh, a third of the value of the market has been wrapped, wiped out in a month. That's pretty historic. Mm. I like this one. Here's some college student, Janet, who tweets, My prof just emailed us saying she expects us not to wear sweats to our lecture online because that's not how we'd come to class. LOL. What? <laughs> that can't be real. No, it's true. It's true. Don't wear sweats to your online class? Yeah. That's wow. right. You wouldn't come to class like that. 
Well, I'm not in class. The only reason I'm not in sweats in class is because I'm in class. If I have anything between my bare buttocks and the chair, you'd be uh, be surprising if I'm doing online. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. Oh, I like this one. Bethany, the mom, writes, I'm seeing a lot of moms trying way too hard to be camp directors. We're on day two, folks. Slow your roll. <laughs> read, read them a book and make a peanut butter sandwich. The elaborate crafts are going to drive you nuts. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, and I want to do this story just because if you didn't hear it on the radio show, it's my favorite story really of the week. A woman who realized she'd been washing her hands with a block of cheese for days. Cheese head. She left out her little block of cheese, you know, and if you buy the really cool bars of soap, they l- kind of look like cheese. They are. They're practically indistinguishable from a nice uh, cheese. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if I went to wash my hands with the block of cheese, I would immediately notice it's not soap. It, it reminds me of the time when I used, uh, instead of mouthwash, I was using Cheese Whiz. And it was it, <laughs> it was like eight days before somebody mentioned to me, hey, hey, dude. Well, hey, Sean. <laughs> you got the Cheese Whiz all over your teeth, man. I tell you what, it was eight days. You can't tell your cheese from your soap or your soap from your cheese. That's crappy cheese or crappy soap. Yeah, exactly. You're not expecting enough out of either of those products. Exactly. <laughs> Buy better soap and cheese. Jeez, Swiss's mouthwash. Mmm. <laughs> Swish it around. <laughs> Spit it in the sink. It's funny. It's not going down the drain. Uh, all refreshed. <laughs> I don't think my breath is Come that here, fresh. Come here, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com.